I speak much words, let Raphael say hello to you. Hamjambo? Hamjambo? God bless you. Yeah, I'm Pastor Raphael from Tanga. And uh, Pastor Jonathan is a good friend of ours. I'm happy to be here. When I was just come at the door, someone reminded me that I once spoke in my church that one day I'll be in the church in King Standing. He just reminded me at the door. You remember you said one day you'll be here. I said, I forgot it. He said, yeah, you did. Anyway, God is good. That's why we're here. God bless you so much. Much greetings I bring from my wife and the entire church of Tanzania. Our church, our trip has been prepared from the headquarters of Tanzania. So they send us much greetings to you. We love you so much. I feel so honored to see the flag of my country. This is a very a great honor to us. We'll tell the people down there. We differ in colors. We, uh, we come from different countries. Even the economy, we differ. But in the spirit, we are the same. Amen. Praise the Lord. It's my joy to stand before you. I have a lot of uh, uh, thanks, thanksgiving from the church in Babat. Where I never imagined to see that picture that was brought here. It's a time when the team came from here. I don't think if I can see some of the people who were it is who not came here, here there, but okay, Swansi. Okay. Yeah, I think you can But uh, all in all, we are so uh, grateful. We love you so much. <laughs> we really remember those days. <laughs> May I share with you the word of God? Let's pray. Father God, we thank you so much for this uh, important morning. You have given us, Lord, privilege to worship and praise you, to glorify and uplift your name. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. This is a time we remember a great joy. Because it's a time to see God in a mighty way. The Bible says our God is a consuming fire. If you read in the book of Exodus, chapter 2, verse 1 to 21, 
Biblia inazungumzia habari ya mtu mmoja anaitwa Musa. The Bible speaks about a man called Moses. Mtu ambaye alizaliwa katikati ya wakati mgumu sana. A man who was born in the midst of a very hard time. Na hakuna aliyeamini kama wakati huo mtoto wa kiume angehifadhiwa. And no one would believe that a baby boy would survive those days. Lakini katika majira hayo hayo, but in the same season, Musa anazaliwa, Moses was born, na anatunzwa kwa kibali ya ikulu ya Misri. And he was kept by the permission of the headquarters of Egypt. Na tena analelewa kwa mshahara. And he was raised Uh, with a reward to the one who was taking care of her kwa sababu kwa sababu Mungu alilisimamia jambo hili because god was controlling that event lakini ukiendelea kusoma unakutana na baada ya miaka 40 ya umri wake but as you continue reading you'll find out after 40 years amepata elimu ya kutosha ya nchi ya Misri anatafuta nafasi ya kuwasaidia ndugu zake he was now looking for opportunity to help his brethren Yehudi yake inagonga mwamba and his effort came to a war na anakimbia so he had to run away na anaenda midiani went to midian mahali ambapo imemchukua miaka 40 zaidi a place where it took him another 40 years hiyo hiyo ilimshusha kutoka kule juu ambako alikuwa amekaa kwa mawazo yake that made him to come down from the uh, high place of his thoughts kwa sababu ni msomi mkuu because he was a well educated man ni mtu mwenye uelewa mkubwa he is a man who had a lot of understanding ni mtu aliyejihesabu katika mambo mengi a man who uh, counted himself able to do great things maisha ya jangwani yanamkatisha tamaa but the life in the desert discouraged him Ebu chukua picha mtu huyu angekuwa leo labda ni professor try to get a picture if this man would have been a professor today au angekuwa doctor kwa kwa, kwa nafasi iliyofikia kwa elimu yake lakini anaacha mambo yote anakuwa mchungaji wa kondoo but for shaking all of his uh, education and he become uh, a shepherd of uh, lambs in the in the desert katika jangwa in the desert mahali ambapo hakuna tumaini la ufalme tena a place where there's no hope for uh, a kingdom mahali ambapo hatarajii chochote tena a place where there's no hope at all lakini katika mazingira hayo hayo but in the same uh, environment alitunza utakatifu he kept his holiness alitunza uaminifu he kept his uh, uh, um, faithfulness basi mungu anamtokea sasa katika kijiti kilichowaka moto and god appeared to him in the burning bush ndio maana tunasema mungu wetu ni moto and that's why we say our god is a burning fire bwana sifiwe sana praise the lord mungu anamtokea katika moto god appeared to him through a fire musa anaogopa and moses was afraid kwa sababu kile kichaka kinawaka moto because the bush was burning lakini moto hauteketezi kichaka but the fire is not consuming anything moto hauondoi chochote katika kichaka Musa anasema sinione jambo hili la ajabu Moses said this is an amazing thing Akageuka angalia hilo ni jambo la namna gani Mungu anamwambia vua viatu vyako Maana mahali hapa ni patakatifu Hapo ndipo Bwana anasema na Musa Kurudi kwa Farao Kwenda kuwatoa watu wa Bwana Bwana aliyemtokea Musa katika moto Ni Mungu mwenye nguvu nyingi 
powerful God. Huyo ndio Mungu anayelibeba kanisa leo. This is the God who upholds his church today. Huyo ndio Mungu aliyelijaza kanisa Roho Mtakatifu. This is the God who has filled his church with the Holy Spirit. Na hilo ndilo kitu hicho ndicho kitu ambacho kanisa la Kipentecost itajivunia daima. This is what the church of Pentecost is proud of. Bwana asifiwe sana. Musa anarudi kupambana na hayo yote. Moses comes back to fight. Na ilimchukua muda mrefu. It took him a long time. Katika kila hatua ambayo Musa alipitia, every step that Moses had to go through, hakukata tamaa. He was not discouraged. Maana alimthibitisha Mungu katika moto. Because he, he had confirmed God in the fire. Utasoma hiyo katika kitabu cha cha cha, cha kutoka mbili mstari kwanza hadi 21. We're going moja. to read uh, this uh, from in, in the book of Exodus from Na pia kitabu cha kitabu cha tatu, kitabu cha kutoka sura ya tatu, mstari wa kwanza hadi 22. Even in Exodus 3 from verse 1 to 22. Nataka tusome kitabu cha hesabu sura ya 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 ya, ya, ya moja. I want us to go to the book of Numbers chapter 11. Ninajua ninyi mnajali sana mambo ya muda na nataka nijitahidi kwa mtu mwaminifu. I know you are very good time keeping people and I'm trying to cope with you. Lakini hata wazungu wakifika kule kwetu pia hawajali sana muda. But I know some of you when you come down to Africa at least you are a bit flexible. Nafikiri waliona wa Africa hawana muda. As you know African has no time limit. Siku hizi tunajitahidi sana kuwa na muda. But nowadays we are trying to cope with you. Kitabu cha kucha hesabu. Hesabu numbers kitabu cha mbili eh. Hesabu 11. Mm, huyu ni kijana. Lazima nisaidie. I'm working with a young man so he has to help me. Mstari wa hesabu hesabu 11 mstari wa 16 na 17 verse 16 to 17 numbers 11 Biblia inasema hivi The Bible says 16 Kisha Bwana akamwambia Musa The Lord said to said to Moses Nikusanyie watu sabini miongoni mwa wazee wa Israel Bring me 70 of Israel elders ambao wewe unawajua ya kuwa ndio wazee wa watu hawa who are known to you as leaders na maakida juu yao and officials among the people ukawalete hata hema ya kukutania have them come to the tent wasimame huko pamoja nawe that they may stand there with you nami nitashuka niseme nawe huko nami nitatua sehemu ya roho iliyo juu yako na kuiweka juu yao na watachukua mzigo wa mzigo wa watu hawa pamoja nawe ili usiuchukue peke yako that you will not have to carry it alone tunamuona Musa kama kiongozi mwenye nguvu we see Moses as a strong leader lakini swali letu kwa nini Musa ana nguvu mbele ya watu wake and our question is why is he uh, powerful before his men kwa sababu alijazwa roho mtakatifu because he was filled with the holy spirit katika agano la kale tunaona In the uh, Old Testament we can see Rome takatifu alikuwa kwa baadhi tu ya watu. The Holy Spirit was among the 
few of the people. Samson, people like Samson, Elia, Eliar, Musa, Moses, na wengine wote walio hudumu mbele za Bwana. Some who were ministering before the Lord. Jambo ambalo halikuwa kwa taifa lote. Something that was not amongst all the people. Hapa tunaona Musa analemewa na mzigo wa huduma. But we see here Moses was now burdened with the ministry. Na kumweleza Mungu jinsi anavyohangaika na taifa. And he was explaining to God on how he is being troubled with the Uh, the Mungu anamwambia nini? What is God telling him? Nichagulie wale ambao unaona ni wazee wa watu. Get me some people that you see are leaders among the people. Alafu wakiisha kuchaguliwa, having we chosen, waingie hemani. Let, let them come to the tent. Mimi Bwana, I the Lord, nitashuka. I will come down. Nitachukua roho iliyo sehemu ya roho iliyo juu yako. Take part of your spirit. Nitawajaza watu hawa. And I will fill these people. Ili iwe rahisi kuchukua mzigo pamoja so na wewe. Jambo hilo lilimpelekea Musa furaha kuu. Na sababu amepata wasaidizi. Wenye nguvu ya roho kama yeye. Hilo lilikuwa jambo la ajabu sana. Baadaye wakati wamekusanyika katika hema, wawili walikosekana wale sitini na saba wale sitini na 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 na, na nane wakajazwa roho mtakatifu wakaanza kutabiri kama manabii lakini wale waliokuja kuchagulia walikuwa hawajaja katika hema na wakajazwa kule kabla hawajaja hemani wao wakaanza kutabiri mstari wa 29 unakutana na maneno haya Musa 27 mtu mmoja kijana akapiga mbio akaenda akamwambia Musa from verse 27 a young man ran and told Moses akasema eldadi na medadi eldad and medad wanatoa unabii kambini a prophesying in the camp Joshua mwana wa nuni mtumishi wa Musa Joshua son of Nun tangu ujana wake akajibu akasema e bwana wangu Musa wakataze Musa akawaambia je umekuwa na wivu kwa ajili yangu ingekuwa heri kama watu wote wa bwana wangekuwa manabii na kama bwana angewatia roho yake bwana asifiwe sana utuna kile ninachotaka kukuonyesha asubuhi ya leo ni jinsi gani ilivyo muhimu kujazwa roho mtakatifu hawa waliojazwa kule roho mtakatifu na hawa waliojazwa katika hema wote kwa pamoja wanatabiri wote pamoja wana nguvu wote pamoja wamesikia moto katika ufahamu wao wakwenda pamoja na Bwana kumsaidia Musa kuliongoza taifa ni jambo geni ni jambo geni mno 
a very strange thing. Wanamwambia Musa. They were telling Moses. Una fulani na fulani na wanatabiri. How is it that uh, Eldad and Medada are also prophesying? Wakataze. Please stop them. Watatuharibia utaratibu. They are going to destroy our plan. Maneno ya Musa ni haya. These are uh, the words of Moses. Mekuwa na wivu kwa ajili yangu. Are you jealous for me? Ni heri watu wote wa Bwana. I wish all the people of God. Wangekuwa manabii. Prophets. Maana wangejazwa Roho Mtakatifu. Wangekuwa na nguvu pamoja nami. Bwana asifiwe sana. Na Roho Mtakatifu hakuanza katika agano jipya. Anaonekana kwa watu wachache mno katika agano la kale. Ni kwa sababu roho ni moto. Roho ni nafsi ya Mungu. Yana wakilisha nguvu za Mungu katika kanisa. Kwa hiyo jambo hilo likampendeza sana Musa. Bwana asifiwe sana. Lakini tunaona unabii wa Yoeli. Katika kitabu cha Yoeli sura ya pili. Mstari wa 28 hadi 30. Yoeli anatabiri juu ya ujio wa Roho Mtakatifu juu ya watu wa Bwana. Joel 2:28 to 30. And afterward I'll pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will see vision. Even on my servants, both men and women, I'll pour out my spirit in those days. I will show wonders in the heavens and on the earth, blood and fire and pillars, pillars of smoke. Uyo anasungumza kama nabii. This was spoke as a prophet kwa habari ya mambo ya wakati ujao about the things that are in the future ya kwamba wakati huo wa mwisho that in those last days watu wa Bwana watajazwa Roho Mtakatifu lakini hasemi tena kwa watu wachache anasema ataleta roho yake kwa watu wote oh hallelujah Oh hallelujah. hallelujah. Oh hallelujah. hallelujah. Kama kuna jambo la kujivunia. Kama kuna jambo la kuangalia. Ni hili lililonenwa na nabii Yoeli. Miaka ikaenda haikutimizwa. Miaka ikaenda haikutimizwa. Yesu Kristo akazaliwa duniani. Tunaona Yesu anasungumzia jambo hilo tena. Katika Luka 24 mstari wa 46. Tusome injili ya Luka. Let's Mstari wa 46 verse 46 Akawaambia ndivyo ilivyoandikwa kwamba Kristo atateswa na kufufuka siku ya tatu. na kwamba mataifa yote yatahubiriwa kwa jina lake habari ya toba na ondoleo la dhambi kuanzia tangu Yerusalemu 
nanyi ndinyi mashahidi wa mambo haya natazama na waletea juu yenu ahadi ya baba yangu lakini kaeni humu mjini hata mvikwe uweza utokao juu he told them this is what is written the christ will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day and repentance of and forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations beginning at jerusalem beginning at jerusalem you are witness of these things i am going to send you what my father has promised but stay in the city until you have been clothed with the power from on high bwana asifiwe praise the lord yesu kristo akazaliwa jesus christ was born akaishi katika changamoto za wakati huo he lived in the uh, challenges of his his days lakini pia ikafika wakati akauawa akasulubiwa a time came he was crucified and he was buried sasa anaondoka mbele yao and he rose up and now he was about to leave before them anawaambia maneno haya wakati umefika now time has come msitoke humo don't live here mpaka mjazwe nguvu uwezo utokao juu hiyo itawapa ninyi nguvu juu yangu nanyi mtakuwa mashahidi wangu kutoka Yerusalemu uyahudi wote Samaria hata mwisho wa inchi hata Tanzania hata Uingereza na hata popote pale babu watu wanaishi jambo hili lilihitaji nguvu ya Mungu injili inahitaji nguvu ya Mungu hakuna anayeweza kushuhudia matendo ya Mungu kama hakupokea nguvu hii ndani yake hii ndio nguvu inayomfanya ampende Mungu daima hii ndio nguvu inayomfanya amtumikie Mungu nguvu hii iliwafanya mitume kuwa tayari hata kuuawa kwa ajili ya nguvu hii jambo ambalo hawakuweza mwanzoni jambo ambalo hawakusubutu mwanzoni kanisa linahitaji nguvu ya roho mtakatifu wakati wote tunahitaji nguvu ya roho mtakatifu ukiwa nyumbani unahitaji kunena kwa lugha ukiwa kanisani unahitaji kunena kwa lugha unahitaji kutunza moto moto wa Mungu ndani ya kanisa moto wa Mungu ndani ya kanisa moto wa Mungu ndani ya kanisa Bwana asifiwe sana ilikuwa jambo la kuzingatiwa sana Tunaona sasa Roho Mtakatifu anashuka. Matendo ya mitume sura ya kwanza. Mstari wa Matendo ya mitume. Matendo ya mitume. Book of Acts. Matendo ya mitume sura ya kwanza, wewe sema sura ya kwanza. Chapter 1 verse 6 to 9 Matendo ya mitume sura ya kwanza 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 Matendo ya sura ya kwanza Matendo ya mitume sura ya kwanza 
ukizeeka when you are old watoto wanakuwa karibu sana na baba the children will normally neno la mwisho la mzee they are waiting for the last word from the nitatunzwa sana wanasema alisema nini kwa hivyo wanafunzi hawa wakakaa karibu na bwana na yeye amewaambia ataondoka sasa ataondoka anatuambia nini akiondoka Yesu anawaambia maneno haya mstari ule wa sita basi walipokutanika wakamuliza wakisema je bwana wakati huu ndio utakaporudishia Israeli ufalme akawaambia si kazi yenu kujua nyakati wala majira baba aliyowekea katika mamlaka yake mwenyewe lakini mtapokea nguvu akisha kuajilia juu yenu roho mtakatifu nanyi mtakuwa mashahidi wangu katika Yerusalemu na katika Uyahudi wote na Samaria na hata mwisho wa nchi akisha kusema hayo walipokuwa wakitazama akainuliwa wingu likampokea kutoka machoni pao bwana asifiwe sana Yesu amefufuka amekuwa pamoja nao katika zile siku chache mawazo yao na mawazo ya Yesu hayaendi pamoja wao wanawaza namna ambavyo Yesu angewatoa katika makucha ya Warumi utawala wa Kirumi kwa sababu taifa lao wakati huo lilikuwa linatawaliwa na kwa hiyo mawazo yao ni juu ya bendera juu ya uhuru mataifa lao wanajua hakuna mtu kama huyo mwenye haki katika kusema kwake katika kutenda kwake na tena mwenye nguvu aliyefufuka kaburini anaishi katikati ya watu haikosi huyu haikosi huyu atarejesha uhuru wetu wakamwambia bwana sasa si ndio tuarudisha uhuru wetu kutoka warumi Yesu akasema hapana. No. Sio kazi yenu kujua nyakati na majira. Ambayo baba muwekea katika ufalme wake. Lakini mtapokea nguvu. Wanasungumzia madaraka ya dunia. Yesu anasungumzia madaraka ya mbinguni. Anasema mtapokea nguvu. Akisha kuajilia juu yenu Roho Mtakatifu. Nanyi mtakuwa mashahidi wangu katika Yerusalemu, katika Uyahudi na mwisho wa dunia. Hiyo ndio ilikuwa jambo la muhimu sana. Hiyo ndio ilikuwa hitaji la mbinguni. Hiyo ndio ilikuwa kusudio la moyo wa Mungu. Bwana asifiwe sana. Praise God. 
Matendo ya mitume sura ya pili mstari wa kwanza na kuendelea. When you read Acts chapter 2 from verse 1 to Paka mstari ule wa 13. Up to uh, verse 13. Unaona kile kilichotokea. Now you find out what happened. Walikuwa wamekusanyika tayari. As they were already gathered. Wanaomba siku ya kwanza. They were praying the first day. Siku ya pili. Na wametoka mlimani wamerudi mle Yerusalemu. They came from the mountain now they are in Jerusalem. Wamekusanyika katika nyumba moja kama tulivyokusanyika. Walikuwa wanaabudu. Walikuwa wanaomba. Siku ya kumi. Siku ambayo inaangukia siku kuu ya Pentecoste. Ambayo kwa kawaida kwa mila ya Kiyahudi ni siku kuu ya mavuno. Siku kuu ya furaha kubwa. Ni wakati ambao kila mmoja anabeba mazao kutoka shambani. Ni wakati ambao kila mmoja ameondoa machozi yake. Ni wakati wa kusema tunashangilia. Ya yale yale ya mavuno Bwana akashuka katika nguvu Watu hawa walikuwa mahali pamoja Walikuwa zaidi ya 120 Wakajazwa roho mtakatifu Wote wakaanza kunena kwa lugha Hakuna aliyewafundisha Wakaanza kuanza kuomba Wakaanza kunena kwa lugha hiyo ni moja siku kubwa sana kwa yote. Mataifa mengi yalikuwa yameingia kutoka huko. Wengine kutoka kwenu Ulaya, wengine kutoka Afrika ya Kaskazini, wengine wa kule kule Israeli, Mashariki, watu walikuwa wamehudhuria sherehe. Watu wanasikia kelele kali. Wanasikia watu wanaongea, wanaongea kwa lugha za wageni, wanaongea kwa lugha za malaika ilikuwa ni nguvu kubwa kabisa haleluya haleluya ilikuwa ni nguvu kubwa kabisa ilikuwa ni nguvu ya ajabu sana watu wakasema hawa jamaa wamegundua pombe mpya hawezi kuongea na hawezi hawezi kuongea lugha yetu wakashangaza wakashangaza watu wa oga watu ambao walikimbia mbele ya Bwana wakati wa mateso watu ambao hawajawahi kumshuhudia Bwana wanasimama Petro mtu ambaye hajasoma kabisa anasimama anasema hapana ndugu zangu Saini za tatu saini za tatu ya asubuhi watu hawa hawajua hawajanywa chochote akasema hii ndio ahadi ya Bwana ilionenwa katika nabii Yoeli ya kwamba siku za mwisho Bwana atamwaga roho yake juu ya watu wote Biblia inasema akahubiri injili kwa nguvu kubwa preached with a great power watu 1300 walitoa maisha yao kwa Yesu glory to god thousand people gave their life to the lord praise god jambo la kumshukuru bwana sana something to give thanks to the lord for wakati tunataka tuhitimishe mahubiri yetu as we come to the conclusion katika kanisa hiyo ndiyo nguvu ya milele that is the forever power na huo ndio ushuhuda wa kipentecoste that's the testimony of the holy spirit na hiyo ndiyo ujasiri wetu and that's our, our boldness kila mahali tunaposimama kila mahali tunapoenda hiyo ni nguvu ya kuvumilia na kumgoja bwana matendo ya mitume sura ya sura ya 19 if you go to acts chapter 
mstari wa kwanza na wa saba hadi wa saba to seven unakutana biblia inasema hivi the bible says Jonathan you free to tell me if time's finished is okay is finished no okay it's good Biblia inasema ikawa Apollo alipokuwa Korinto the bible says Uh, while Apollos was in Corinth Paulo akiisha kupita kati ya inchi za juu Paul took the road through the uh, interior akafika Efeso and arrived at Ephesus akutana na watu wanafunzi kadha wa kadha huko they found some disciples akawauliza je mlipokea roho mtakatifu mlipoamini did you receive the holy spirit when you believed wakajibu la atakusikia kwamba kuna roho mtakatifu atakusikia not even heard that there is a holy spirit akawauliza basi mlibatizwa kwa ubatizo gani wakasema what baptism did you receive wakasema kwa ubatizo wa yohana john's baptism they replied paulo akasema yohana alibatizwa kwa ubatizo wa toba baptism was a baptism of repentance akiwaambia watu wa mwamini yeye atakayokuja nyuma yake yaani Yesu waliposikia hayo wakabatizwa kwa jina la Bwana Yesu na Paulo alipokwisha Paulo alipokwisha kuweka mikono yake juu yao Roma takatifu akaja juu yao kanena kwa lugha na kutabiri jumla yao wapata wanaume 12 maana sifiwe sana praise the lord paulo anakutana na watu walioamini katika sehemu ya korinto wakamchangamkia paulo wakafurahi wakamona mtume wa bwana wakasalimiana naye wakashangilia kueleza imani yao swali la msingi la paulo ni hii mlipoamini mlipoamini mlijazwa roho mtakatifu wasema hiyo ni kitu gani sasa maana hiyo hatakusikia kwa nini Paulo hakuuliza maisha yao wanaishia Paulo hakuuliza kitu kingine Paulo anajua wanahitaji Roho Mtakatifu wala sio kitu kingine maana hiyo ndiyo nguvu ya ufalme Biblia inasema wakasema hata kusikia hatukusikia. Wakabatizwa. Wakabatizwa. Paulo akawekea mikono. Wakajazwa Roma takatifu. Wakawa na nguvu kwa jina la Bwana. Bwana asifiwe sana. Kama kuna kitu cha kujikumbusha. Kama kuna majira ya kufurahi. Ni majira haya ya kukumbuka Pentecoste sikukuu ya mavuno si tu ni wakati wa kujazwa tu lakini pia ni wakati wa kupeleka habari njema kwa wengine ni wakati wa kuvuna wengine ni wakati wa kuvuna ulimwengu kuja kwa Kristo ni wakati wa kudhihirisha kile tulicho kibeba ndani 
Amen. 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 Hiyo ndiyo habari njema. That is the good news. Habari hii haivumiliki. This uh, uh, this good news can never be kept in silence. Kwa sababu ni habari ya nguvu. Because it's a news of ni moto. It's fire. Biblia inasema ukisoma ile sura ya pili ya kitabu cha matendo ya mitume. If you read in Acts chapter 2 in the Bible. Biblia inasema walikuwa mahali pamoja. The Bible says they were they were together in one place. Katika kuomba kwao. They were praying. Biblia inasema cheche za moto. The Bible says uh, the lightning, the fire ziliingia kwao came into them zikawakalia kila moja each one had a kind of fire upon himself kila moja akawa mtu mwingine everyone was changed into another man kila moja akawa na nguvu everyone became kila moja akawa mwenye imani kila moja akatamani kwenda kuhubiri each one of them felt watu waliuza vitu vyao watu waliacha maisha yao watu walijitoa kwa viwango vya juu sana kuliko hapo kwanza kwa nini why walijazwa roho walinena kwa lugha ukisoma sura ya nane ya matendo ya mitume unamwona filipo we find philip baada ya kufa kwa Stefano Filipo aliondoka ni miongoni mwa wanafunzi waliotawanyika After the death of Stephen uh, after of Stephen uh, uh, this man became one of the people who were uh, who moved to the uh, gospel Anaenda Samaria He went to Samaria Kisoma sura ya nane sura ya nane ukisoma sura ya nane mstari wa 14 hadi 17 Utaona hiyo Chapter 8 verse uh, 17 Filipo amehubiri Philip had preached. Ukisoma hiyo mistari, amefanya na miujiza. Na watu wameokoka. Lakini hawakujazwa Roho Mtakatifu. Biblia inasema mitume waliposikia. So the Bible says when the apostles heard of that, ya kwamba Samaria wamempokea Yesu. Samaria has, has, had received Jesus. Wakapeleka watu waombe Roho Mtakatifu. So the apostles sent people to pray for the in feeling of the holy spirit today hii ni kuonyesha jinsi gani roho mtakatifu aliyeviwa muhimu katika kanisa this shows how important important the holy spirit is in roho mtakatifu analijenga kanisa kila wakati the holy spirit builds the church roho mtakatifu anakuzuia katika tamaa isiyo na kawaida the holy spirit restrict people from a restful life roho mtakatifu anatufundisha the holy spirit teaches us. Roho Mtakatifu analijenga kanisa. He builds the church. Kama kuna wakati wa kushangilia. If there is time to Kama kuna wakati wa kusherehekea. time to celebrate. Ni majira haya ya kujiliwa kwa Roho Mtakatifu. The season of uh, receiving the Holy Spirit. Kanisa haina kiburi nje ya dini ya nje ya hali ya kawaida. The church nje ya Roho Mtakatifu. The church has nothing to proud of apart or outside the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Mambo ambayo ulimwengu unafanya haujizuii things that the world is doing without controlling themselves mambo ambayo ni aibu hata kuyaongea things are even shameful to speak about hakuna wezae kufanya no one is able to do roho mtakatifu ndio anayetutawala tusifanye hayo the holy spirit is the one who controls us Roho mtakatifu ndio anayelifanya kanisa lionekane lina uwezo wa kusimama na kumgoja bwana Yesu. The Holy Spirit is the one who empowers the church and make it, it able to stand in waiting of the Lord. 
Je, tunahitaji kumgoja Bwana hata tuingie mbinguni? Do we need to wait upon the Lord waiting to go into the heavens? Tunahitaji Roho Mtakatifu. Then we need the Holy Spirit. Tunahitaji Roho Mtakatifu. We need the Holy Spirit. Tunahitaji Roho Mtakatifu. We need the Holy Spirit. Ni Roho Mtakatifu atalifanya kanisa limgoje Yesu ajaye kulichukua. It's only the Holy Spirit who will enable the church to wait upon the Lord. Ni Roho Mtakatifu atakayetutofautisha na ulimwengu na uona. It's the only Holy Spirit who will make us different from the world. Maasi na machafuko ya ulimwengu huu. The wickedness of this world. Kusimama katikati yake na kuwa washindi. To stand in the midst of this kind of world and become victorious. Ni Roho Mtakatifu. We need the Holy Spirit. Yeye ndio mlinzi wa kanisa. He is the protector of the church. The mchungaji wa kanisa. Mwenye kulipenda kanisa. Mwenye kulikumbatia kanisa. Let us stand. Oh hallelujah. Hallelujah. Unahitaji kujazwa Roho Mtakatifu. You need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Unaweza kuwa na kila kitu katika maisha yako. You can have everything in this life. Inawezekana una chochote pia kabisa. Oh you might have nothing in this world. Lakini vitu vyote vinavyoonekana. But all the visible things. Vina maana kama Roho Mtakatifu akiwa ndani yetu. They are becoming important when we are filled with the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit in the church. We need the Holy Spirit in the church. We need the Holy Spirit in the church. Hata kama uliwahi kujazwa. Even if you were filled before. Unahitaji kujazwa kila siku. You need to be filled Unahitaji kunena kwa lugha. You need to speak in tongues. Unahitaji kujisimamia. You need to stand. Ili uwe na nguvu majira yote. So that you may be powerful all the time. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah.